I love Rio. Mm. I do. I love Rio. Um, Ipanema Beach. I one of my best friends is Brazilian. So when I go down there, I just I just fit in, you know. Mm-hmm. I just like I just I put on my the smallest <laughs> bikini. <laughs> Yes. And I'm like, let's do it. Yeah. Let's do it. Teeny weeny. Yeah. And I've been I've been there, you know, over like New Year's. But there's a lot of New Yorkers who go. Mm-hmm. And I remember just walking my little bikini and I'm with my, my friend Elise Angela and we just walking being cute. All of a sudden I hear someone say, Terry. I was like, oh hell no. Terry. And I'm like, no. I am Brazilian right now. I am not Terry. <laughs> Welcome back to Necessary Baggage, the place to go for what you really need to know about travel. We're your hosts, Nyreen. And I'm Casey. And today we are talking to Terry Johnson, also known as Travelista Terry, um, who is a lifestyle and travel expert, as well as one of the local hosts for the new Airbnb Experiences program here in Harlem. Yes, prepare to be inspired because she inspired us today. She is extraordinary, and we had such a good time just hanging out with her. Absolutely. Right? It was this so is a natural. dope interview. Yeah. Good vibes, good vibes. All the way. Uh, if you have not already, be sure to rate and subscribe to our iTunes page, um, as well as follow us on Instagram at Necessary Baggage. Yes. Anything else? Nope, that's all. All right, let's get into it. Lifestyle travel expert Terry Johnson, also known as Travelista Terry. Yay! <laughs> she has visited over 60 countries throughout the world. Um, you may have seen her on Travel Channel, NBC, Huff Post, Forbes, BET. The list goes on and on and on and on. Uh, she's also the creator of Travelista TV, which is an online video network that focuses on travel, culture, and lifestyle. Um, a Texas native, Woo-hoo! you know I love Texas, <laughs> who is currently residing in Harlem where she heads up her own company, Harlem Candle Company. Welcome yes, to Necessary welcome. Baggage, Terry. Thank you, ladies. I am. I wish people could see these girls. They are absolutely stunning. Aww, They're so cute. I'm like, I want to just hang out and just drink wine and talk Yay. about travel all day with these girls. Anytime. We did, we did our hair this morning. I know. Like, that like, wash and go is fresh today. Too cute. Glasses, curls popping. I love it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, tell us a little bit about you. Um, Before we dive into all that you do in the fabulous world of travel, um, we're here in Harlem chatting with you. Um, you We're in my apartment. Yes, we we are. are. It's so cozy in here. (laughs) (laughs) You are the CEO and creator of Harlem Candle Company. So tell us a bit about that um, and the inspiration that Harlem provided. Yeah, so I founded the company in at the end of 2014. And really, when I first started, it was less about Harlem. It was more about travel. Mm. So I was doing candles. I I had a collection of candles that were my Travelista candles, inspired by my favorite destinations around the world. Mm. But then I also realized I was in my Harlem kitchen, making candles, listening to jazz, drinking wine, inviting my friends to come over to help me. And I was like, you know what? 
why not do candles inspired by Harlem? Because that's what's happening right now is I'm inspired by where I live. I'm inspired by my neighborhood and all of the rich culture and history that exists here. Mm -hmm. So I basically started two candle brands at one time. I did the Travelista candles and the Harlem candles, and I was selling them at these artisan markets and pop-up shops. And, you know, fast forward, I basically just wanted to see which one is going to take off quicker, and that's where I'm going to focus my energy. Mm. And the Harlem ones, because I was selling in New York, took off faster. So, hence, you know, I decided to create the Harlem Candle Company, and then I really had to dive into the rich history that exists here to figure out, well, what, what is the inspiration behind every candle? Mm -hmm. So I have an Ellington candle inspired wow. by Duke Ellington. I have a Josephine candle that's the inspiration is, is how Josephine Baker's boudoir smelled. You know, it's just our interpretation of it. <laughs> yeah. So I really, so I, I had to really focus and learn more about the Harlem Renaissance because I wanted the collection to be inspired by a, a time and a place in history and kind of tell stories through fragrance. Right. So, which is, yeah, what I do. And they you smell amazing. To, thank you. Yes. <laughs> We're smelling one right now. I know. Smell. Meanwhile, I just finished making some can some travel candles and they're sitting here on the table, like right next to <laughs> the microphone. So. <laughs> um, so last year, Airbnb announced Airbnb experiences where they would give um, visitors a chance to experience local-led activities and classes. And... Last month, the New York launch happened in Harlem, is happening in Harlem. And you're a part of that, right? I am, yeah. How so did I, that happen? <laughs> I need all the details. <laughs> yeah, so Airbnb uh, reached out to me and invited me to be part of kind of their inaugural Harlem launch. And so they're looking for tastemakers, people of influence, people who had businesses, who have like a really good Harlem story that could kind of take people on a journey. And so mine is taking people on a journey through scents, through smells. Wow. So I, I, it's called Sensational Harlem. Scents like scent, like you smell. Scent. Oh, that's so cute. Sensational <laughs> Harlem. Mm -hmm. And I do a candle making workshop where we make candles and we drink wine. Nice. You know, we got to drink wine. Of course. You know. Of course, yeah. uh, we listen to music. And, you know, it's really just a time to connect with, you know, fellow travelers, to laugh and to talk about Harlem, to share my knowledge and history of Harlem, to talk a little bit about the Harlem Candle Company. Wow. And, yeah. And then it's, it, I don't know if you guys saw what I did on New York One, but I had Travel with Val come. Yeah. And we made a candle. And on... So the candles are not the exact Harlem Candle Company candles. The glass is a little bit different. And what I allow people to do is choose their own quote from a famous kind of Harlem Renaissance person. Mm. Yeah, so there's like, we have quotes from Josephine Baker, from Langston Hughes, um, Billie Holiday, all these really amazing people. Mm -hmm. And so every candle, they leave, the, they leave my studio, my candle studio, with a candle with a beautiful quote and an incredible fragrance which is actually one of my harlem candle company fragrances that is nice. so awesome it is it is so fun it is so much fun so you know it's interesting we were actually talking about this before recording about how much harlem has changed even in the time you've been here for 12 years i've been here for nine you've been here for eight yeah so mm -hmm. we've seen a whole lot happen in harlem mm -hmm. like what do you think is bringing people to harlem specifically and making that like a must-see place when they visit new york mm -hmm. well you know harlem has always had such a beautiful infrastructure even you know back in the 80s and 90s mm -hmm. when it wasn't the harlem that it is today we have some of the widest avenues you know so it's perfect for restaurants with street cafes which now we have so many restaurants so many. that have beautiful sidewalk seating 
you know, wonderful, it's such a mix. Like this area specifically is mm -hmm. called Little Africa. Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't know that. Mm -hmm. right. I like to remind them <laughs> this is Little Africa, which is why there you find, you know, some really nice African restaurants. There's Les Ambassades, which is across the street, mm -hmm. Senegalese kind of French sort of patisserie. There's, um, there's, we have Ethiopian food. There's so many, you can come to Harlem and have a full experience, whether yeah. it's like more of the African culture, Latin culture in Spanish Harlem. And then of course, just like the rich, lovely like artistic culture that is mm -hmm. still here and you see it mm -hmm. and you yeah. feel it but I think another thing that makes Harlem so special is Harlem is very much a community and being you know originally from Houston Texas you know I'd never lived in like a really urban environment I grew up in the suburbs but I remember like the first like couple of weeks I was in Harlem I just felt at home mm -hmm. yeah. people just welcomed me and embraced me and they would, you know, say hello to you on the street. And so now when I leave, like, my house on the way to the subway, I must be saying hi to, like, six or seven people. I say hi to the people at the cleaners, hi to the tailor, hi to the people at the wine shop, hi to the security, the, the uh, crossing guard person. Mm -hmm. it, it is such a community. They recognize your face, they remember you, and they say hello, they speak, they give you compliments. Yeah. And it's just one of those, Harlem is one of those places that just embraces everyone, which yeah. I, I think why, you know, gentrification is, like, is, is happening and people love it and just keep coming in droves. Yeah. 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 And do you think things like um, Airbnb experiences would support? Because now that you mentioned gentrification, there was a point I was going to bring up, mm -hmm. you know, just like other diverse neighborhoods throughout the country, gentrification is obviously an ongoing thing, an ongoing issue. Do you feel that this supports this, supports it in a healthy way or lends? Good. Absolutely. The reason why I say that, if you look at the eight people, the eight kind of businesses that Airbnb mm -hmm. linked up with, we are, we're all of color. Mm -hmm. wow. We are all awesome. of color. Okay. Um, there's one Latina that does kind of Spanish Harlem, mm -hmm. but everyone else is black. Yeah. Everyone else is African-American. Yeah. So this way, this Airbnb experiences for me helps support my business. It gets my, the Harlem Candle Company name out there. Right. Mm. You know, it allows people to have a local flavor, you know, right. for, that I can provide. So I think it absolutely does. Yeah. Yeah. It'd yeah. be one thing if, you know, the people doing the Harlem Airbnb, Airbnb experiences didn't look like me. Right, exactly. Yeah. They look like me. Exactly. That's really so, great yeah. on Airbnb's part. Exactly. They, they were sure probably was pretty a, thoughtful about that. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm sure it was a conscious decision and yeah. a smart one at that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm also thinking from a PR standpoint as well. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so if anybody goes on Terry's Instagram. Yes. Goals. Uh, yeah. <laughs> travel goals, travel body goals, goals, just all around All the goals. And so I'm wondering, um, just kind of like transitioning, like what made you fall in love with travel? Mm -hmm. Like when was that first moment, that first trip where you were like, this is something I've got to do forever? You know, my first time leaving the country was when I was 12 years old. I went to Mexico on a, a I was in a Spanish class and it was mm -hmm. a Spanish class trip. And I remember just being so fascinated with, you know, being able to, speak Spanish or at least practice my Spanish. I wasn't speaking Spanish at 12. <laughs> to be able to practice my Spanish and to and to taste what real authentic Mexican cuisine tasted like instead of Tex-Mex. Yeah. And and just just seeing the culture and the indigenous kind of population and just seeing I just loved every second of it. Yeah. Um and that was yeah when I was 12, but when I was 16, I lived in Spain as an exchange student. Oh, wow. I lived in San Sebastián in, in, the, in the Basque country, in the north of Spain. Mm -hmm. And that kind of did it for me. Because when you live somewhere where you are installed there for a, I was there for a summer, you know, I did what the locals did. Mm -hmm. You know, I was on the beach. I, I lived in a beach town, so I was on the beach 
every day. That was like basically school. Yeah. I learned, I came back speaking almost perfect Spanish. Nice. Because I, all I did was speak Spanish, hang out at the beach, and party. <laughs> that is awesome. It was sounds so, like life in Spain. And so every now, every now and then my mom was just like, Terry, so what is this travel? Are you doing travelista? They pay you? Do they? I was like, it's your fault. You should have never sent me to Spain. So then how did you go from those experiences as a teenager and your first experiences with travel to the travel and lifestyle expert travelista terry um you know i so i don't know if you girls know this but i started travelista tv with a friend of mine way back in the day like maybe back in like 2007 2008 where we were traveling anyway Mm -hmm. and we decided we were like we're gonna have our own travel show because no one on tv looks like us yeah so we invested in a video camera and just started traveling just during our normal like work vacation and we put ourselves online and then that's when we started getting the deals from like Ford, BT, um, where they basically were like, let's do some branded content around these girls because they're clearly already traveling and building this audience yeah. and building this presence. So, so yeah, so that's kind of where I got, we got the idea and we're like, oh, people are actually paying us. And this is back when like the deals were really good because they didn't really know how, what to pay online right. and no one else was doing it. So we were getting six figure deals. Like, wow. boom, boom. And we started our own production company where we were hiring people in different cities mm-hmm. and, you know, hiring the deep, the director of photography, hiring production assistants. And yeah, so we executed, I think we probably did about 25 different videos, brand right. sort of content videos. And then I've since done some others with hotel chains and, and such. So basically, she has receipts. She's been here. <laughs> She's been doing this. I've been saying doing nothing it. new. Did yeah. you have experience in that before you decided to put it online, or? Um, I actually have a. My background is in marketing. Okay. I was I was doing management consulting, and then I switched over and started doing marketing. But I, I've always loved. I always really wanted to be a journalist. That was, always, that was I when I was a kid. Yeah. That's what I wanted to do too. <laughs> yeah. I wanted but to be a newscaster. You get talked yeah. out of it, and yeah. so I got talked out you of do. it. Yeah. And look where I ended up. Right there. I like it. Yeah, I sure. like it. So yeah, I um, but I also have a little bit of background in film. When I was trying to figure out, because back then we, I was like, how am I gonna? Where, how are we telling this story? We don't. We didn't know how to tell a story, how to write a script, any of that. So I took um, classes at the New York Film Academy. I took classes at the School of Visual Arts to learn how to actually tell a story. And I did a documentary filmmaking class at SVA. And that kind of just changed my whole world. And then I started actually doing film, producing. I produced produced and directed and co-produced and have writing credits on a lot of feature films. I know people don't know that because they're not my film. So I'm not like, oh, yeah, my film, you know, my directorial (laughs) debut. But if you look on IMDb, you'll see me. Nice. <laughs> you'll see boom, boom, boom. Yeah, you'll well, see. So, that's right. So what I what I love Googler. about that is that you're like, okay, I need to grow in this area, so I'm going to go and do what I need to do to learn about it. Which yeah. I think so many people just think that everything should just come so easily to yes. them. But really, I mean, it's like you gotta perfect your craft. You gotta hone in on your passions. Yeah. And yeah. Monetize them. Oh, and you yeah. can't do that without skill. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've learned so much about production. I, you girls can't see this, but I have under my bed. A lighting kits. I got all mm. the stuff because I sometimes have to do shoots here. Yeah, yeah, I have to do shoots here. But I've had to do it just for you know. I've also produced 
like tons of videos for other companies. Right. You know, they're corporate videos. So I mean, I'm, I I can I wear all the hats. Yeah. And I think that's like really important for people to understand that learn every aspect of your business. I can do every from A to Z, even my candle business. Yeah. From making the candles to, you know, working with the perfumers on the, you know, exact percentage of fragrance oil that needs to use be used in my soy wax. I mean, I know every single piece of it. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. awesome. So it's a lot of work though. I believe it. I try. I, I think I make it look easier than it is. Uh-huh. I got it people saying, oh, oh Terry, I, I want to start my own candle company. Okay. But see, and that's why you're talking to these people today. Let them know. It is not just about taking some cute photos. It's not. On, it's, on the not. it's a lot of work that goes in behind yeah. that. I want to know more about like the travels. So, yeah, like, okay. I, was what, yeah. <laughs> I was getting ready to dive back so into that too. Let's, let's talk about some cool experiences. Do you have any specific mm-hmm. questions? No, good. Okay. Good. Favorite beaches. Give me a couple of beach oh. moments that you were just like, oh my God, this is everything. I love Rio. Mm. I do. I love Rio. Um, Ipanema Beach. I. One of my best friends is Brazilian. So when I go down there... I just, I just fit in, you know. Mm-hmm. I just like, I just, I put on my sm- the smallest bikini, <laughs> yes. and I'm like, let's do it, yes. you know, let's do it, teeny weeny, yeah. <laughs> and I've been, I've been there, you know, over like New Year's. But there's a lot of New Yorkers who go, mm-hmm. and I remember just walking my little bikini, and I'm with <laughs> my my friend Elise Angela, and we just walking, being cute. All of a sudden, I hear someone say, "Terry," I was like, "Oh hell no." <laughs> Terry, and I'm like, no, <laughs> I am Brazilian right now. <laughs> I am not Terry. <laughs> and next thing you know, this guy comes around, and I'm like, he's like, I thought that was you. Dang. I'm like, can you just calm down? Right, right. <laughs> I am, I'm Brazilian. <laughs> Ruin the moment. Yeah, like, I got everything. I'm glowing. I got blonde in my hair. My uh, skin is, I just leave. Can you just let me rock? Hilarious. <laughs> Leave it to New Yorkers too to just yeah, blow your right. spot up right <laughs> Right. So yeah, but one of the thing I, things I really love about just, you know, Rio and Ipanema, it brings such an international crowd. So mm-hmm. it's not just about, oh, yeah, it's all these cool Brazilians. It's people from all over the world. Yeah. And, you know, it's one of the best beaches, one of the longest beaches. Yeah. So I really just love just doing absolutely nothing and just like hanging out and and people watching. Yeah. You know, it's just fascinating to see. Yeah. But, you know, but would br- you. You better bring it body wise. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, you gotta. That's that. We gotta hit that equinox double time. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Check ins. Yeah. Two a days. It's just like yeah. So speaking of people watching, which is one of my favorite things to do while traveling, with wine. Um, what, <laughs> what's been? It's just like the wine is a must, which is why I love Paris so much. But what have been some of the best wine you've experienced? Ooh. Where? Ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> um, oh wow! I've been to a bunch of vineyards. Mm-hmm. Um, Tuscany, yes, Tuscany, the Chianti <gasps> region, yes. beautiful, mm-hmm. beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, I also love the Loire Valley. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I lived in Paris as well. I oh, did you? That. Yeah, I lived in. I, I studied at the Sorbonne, which okay. is why I speak French. Okay. And I ended up doing an in, my graduate internship in Paris, so I lived there for a year. I, I, yeah. I just always feel at home anytime I'm in Paris. Like I'm like, when's an extended weekend that I could yeah. just hop over there? Um, I don't know what it is about the city, but I just love it, love it, love it. Yeah, yeah. Mary so, wants to live there. Yeah, if somebody it's still out there, there has the plug. Listen. <laughs> 
Oh yeah, you can let me know. Easily. Let yeah. me know. Yeah. You know, I'm working on the French, <coughs> but <laughs> get, get a French boyfriend. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Preferably a photographer. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> If we're throwing qualifiers out there, I'm just, I'm just, just it's hilarious. Uh, what else? We have covered wine, beaches, food, food. Yeah, yeah. You know what's funny? I get so many comments when I do videos. You forgot to eat because I'll do the top ten things to do. You forgot to eat. I'm like, you know what? I love food so much that I am not waiting for the camera. I'm not waiting for the perfect shot. That happens I'm to eating. Me too. <laughs> so I just decided, I was like, you know what? Travelisa Terry eats, but she's not going to show you she's eating. Got right. it. Got it. Okay. I respect it. <laughs> I'm not, I don't like cold food. This is true. I don't like cold food. Right. And so sometimes when I'm on trips and there's other bloggers, I'm like, I just, y'all, I'm not do, like it too long. No. Mm-hmm. Focus over there. I'm going in. <laughs> Where is some of the best food that you've had? Mm-hmm. I really love... Um, Latin cuisine. Mm-hmm. I love Cuban food. Mm-hmm. Cuban food, um, Haitian food. Mm. That's what people don't talk about. Haitian food, mm-hmm. those spices they use. Yeah. Some of the best lobster I've ever had. I don't know what mm. it is that they do. I don't. I, I don't cook that much, so I can't tell you how. <laughs> but I Haitian food, Caribbean food, Latin yeah. food. Yeah. Love, 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 love. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. So. We're going to transition from favorite picks of across the world to okay. right here in Harlem. Okay. Um, you travel the world. You see mm-hmm. everything. What are some places here that make you go, wow? <laughs> so, I, I would love to tell you, <laughs> but I don't want everyone coming to my spot. <laughs> I will she tell don't you. want y'all to see her in her teeny bikini <laughs> at the coffee shop. <laughs> no, I'll tell you. You know, I, I'll tell you. I um, I love supporting Harlem businesses, especially the ones that like really just do it for me and they inspire me, and I just always feel so at home. Yeah. So no, I want everyone to feel that way, and I actually want to see y'all. Yeah. So come, yeah. And if you see me there, make sure to say hello. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> um, I love um, I love Maison Harlem. Mm-hmm. I love that place. It's a kind of French bistro style mm-hmm. food. And the kitchen stays open super late. Yeah. So that's, it's like, it's, yeah, it's always just, it's always open. Yeah. So that's a, a lot of, there's a lot of restaurants that still aren't open for lunch in Harlem. So you have to kind of remember and like think about, okay, well, where can I go on a consistent basis when I need to make a quick decision? Um, I love Harlem Food Bar. Mm. Yeah, I was there last week. Their salmon burger. I love love their salmon burger. Yeah, their chili. (laughs) Oh my gosh, their chili is so good. And the cornbread. Um, it's you know so it's a very gay atmosphere. Mm-hmm. So if you you love the gays like I love the gays, yeah. perfect. Right. Yeah. yeah. Which is honestly uh, ninety five at least brunch. Anytime I'm there for brunch, I'm like I was just talking to my brother because my brother recently moved to the Heights and he's a gay black man. I'm mm-hmm. like you're in the right area. <laughs> yeah, I saw so many men that damn fine too. Like yeah. sheesh, my lord. And they're, and they're gonna look at you up and down just yeah, to see right. Oh, okay. Are your shoes oh. clear? Is your hair done? Are your nails done? Because theirs are. Listen, that food there is so it's good. good. It's so good. Yeah. I okay. also love bar wine. And yes. that's on Linux. Yeah. Um, Linux mm-hmm. in one twenty first or one twentieth, mm-hmm. I believe. Yeah. I love that place. Um, there's another pl- place, Chai Wale. Mm-hmm. I like yeah, I yeah. like it. And I like um, it a they lot. have almond milk. For chai tea, mm-hmm. which is like always, we're always looking for, for it. My, for my friends out here who mm-hmm. do not drink well, lactose. 
Nope. That's Casey. Not me. <laughs> um, and a cute little outdoor space, too. But um, yeah, let me tell you about some cool places to shop in Harlem. Okay, yeah. So I love going on 125th Street. There's a store right next to like next to H&M that sells African jewelry, African oh, yeah. cloth, mm-hmm. just all this stuff. And the, the owners are from Mali. Mm. And they just have like some of the best beaded jewelry. I yeah. lo- absolutely love it. Yeah. So whenever like holidays come around and I'm like, all right, I, I got a, a bunch of gifts I need to get. I go straight there. I negotiate on price. I speak mm. my French. <laughs> I know, that's and right. I talk about how I'm my, you my experience time. in Mali. And then, oh, you know, you've been yeah. to their country. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. So, um, I, yeah, I love going to that place. But then there's also the market that's on 116th between yeah. 5th and 6th. What is it called? The Shabazz? forgot, but it's Sh- right by it's a, yeah. yeah, it's like an outdoor market. The they market. have great, great stuff. Isn't it just an African stuff. market? I feel Maybe. Like African stuff. imports market. Yeah, yeah but they have some really beautiful, just mm-hmm. beautiful things. Mm-hmm. I love the jewelry more than anything. Yeah. The jewelry. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So what's next for you, travel-wise, business-wise? What can people expect and look forward to? So in regards to my Harlem Candle Company, uh, we're in product development for some other stuff, but I am still going to do my Travelista candles. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. that has not changed. It yeah. just, I had to focus. So now I've actually been building out my team because I've been kind of a one woman show for mm-hmm. a long time, but I'm finally like at the point where I can build out and have like people to help run this business. Yeah. Awesome. So I can focus more and do the Travelista inspired candles and you know, my destination inspired candles, but then also have that video content to support the mm-hmm. sales and the you know excitement and inspiration behind it because i you know i'd love for people to travel to all these places but if you can't and if you you know can't right now well you can experience a little bit of bali mm. in your bathroom oh i love or you experience that. a little bit of bali in, in your, your bathroom i want bali yeah. in my bathroom yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely i love yeah. that yes so, come yeah, on marketing so, so like q4 <laughs> q4 i mean i'm you know this is a a, a stretch and a push but if I can get it together, you know, being able to launch my Travelista candles back in Q4. Yeah, yeah that's fun. dope. So final question that we mm-hmm. ask our guests is, what's your necessary baggage? A person, thing, experience that shaped you as a person or a traveler that you carry with you at all times? Now I'm like, I should have read the question. <laughs> <laughs> necessary baggage, a person, thing, or a lesson that has shaped me... Um, necessary baggage i i would have to say and this is you know this is it's free Mm -hmm. it is you don't it's so simple a smile i will always when i'm traveling even when things aren't great i always smile because it disarms people Mm -hmm. and then sometimes that's all you need in order to get them to help you or to get them to offer you or something that you need Mm -hmm. um so i i think smiling is one of those things that i will always carry with me and yeah. always have on my face yeah because you know what when i'm traveling i'm happy <laughs> exactly <laughs> even when things don't go right i am not in an office exactly exactly I am, you know it, it's a, and i and we we as americans like we have the freedom and and the ability to be able to just travel almost anywhere on the planet mm-hmm. yeah. like that alone should make you smile so yeah true. and i just feel so blessed and grateful that i have as an african-american woman in this day and age the ability to be able to travel all over the world mm-hmm. yeah so yeah. i love smile. it i love it smile. yes this was great it was so <laughs> this was so nice. fun yeah 
I'm so, like, I feel like this has to end, but like maybe we'll just turn the mics off and keep talking. Oh, we will. <laughs> we have, we're gonna get the wine out and continue. This. Do you have a necessary item this week? I do. So my necessary item this week is an app called Get the Flight Out. Oh. G- GT, get the F. Oh, GT. <laughs> Something like that. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Get the. So, Get so, the flight out. Yo, get the flight out. And what it is, is you put in your home airport, home city, um, and it tells you list an all different price ranges where you can go if you want to go somewhere today. Hmm. That's so awesome. you can find out, oh, I can go to D.C. today for $200. I can go to Bali for $900. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, I use it for daydreaming purposes. However, <laughs> I will get to a point at some time where I'm just on some YOLO and I'm out. And this is what, um, even for short, like, you know, Memorial Day is coming up. You can use it for that. It shows you different options as far as timing, whatnot. But it's a really, really neat app. Cool. What about I'm you? Check it out. Um. Okay. People make fun of me. Oh boy. Because <laughs> <laughs> because I love Tom's and like, people can make fun of me if they want to. I don't care. Casey I is you such know people can say whatever they want. But I wear Tom's. I wear them to work. I wear them in the summer. I wear. I even buy their like sandals and like other kinds of shoes and bags and sunglasses. Okay. But Tommy girl, the reason is I love. Um, products that give back mm-hmm. and even the water I'm drinking right now um, it's called Given G-I-V-N and the proceeds go back to Flint mm-hmm. Michigan oh that's awesome I have this Better Life bag which is a purse that helps women in do- who are um, from domestic violent situations I have this purpose jewelry you dropping all types listen, of brands right I mean now. listen <laughs> it'll be fine because it's helping people that's okay but that's good all that to say that like I love products that give back mm-hmm. and it's like we consume so much yes. especially like us as Americans that why not buy from you know companies that are going to give some of the proceeds back to something really right. great so I just want to like put that out there and encourage people to Those do that are good to yeah. especially if you're getting a gift for someone yeah why not give them a gift that is going to give back to somebody else? yeah, yeah agreed agreed what about is there anything for you this week terry that's just like gotten other you than through the smile. other than the smile <laughs> <laughs> well of course like fragrance um for me is like a part of life mm-hmm. i i'm happy when i'm if when my surrounding feels good when it smells good when it looks good mm-hmm. so another necessary baggage item for me is always having like something that smells good, whether it's perfume, whether it's a travel candle, just yeah. always having something yeah. that can change my mood immediately. Even on airplanes, like my travel candles that I have, I tell people, put that in your in your travel bag. Yeah. And if it's, it stinks or if the people next to you smell bad, mm-hmm. you don't have to light it, but you just yeah. put it there. Because yeah. my the cold throw of my candle, so basically how the candle smells when it's not lit, is great. Yeah. yeah. My best yeah. friend carries lavender around all yeah. the time. I carry peppermint and sometimes, okay, this is going to sound a little crazy, but I put it in my nose, yeah. in my nostrils yeah. because I'm really sensitive to smells. And so whenever there's one that I can't take, then yeah. I just, I always travel with that. Yeah. That's, yeah. 
Yeah. So, oh, you're like me. Okay, you're saying. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I like. I literally can't function yeah. when things smell bad. Yeah. I can't do it. You meant last week we plugged poopery. We're listen. We're gonna get some sponsorship dollars <laughs> for poopery as often as we. I do not want to make a video for the poopery though. I'm just saying that could get really awkward. Actually, hilarious. That's Have you so seen disgusting. the commercial? Yeah, it's great. It's hilarious. <laughs> Anyways, that's all for this week. Per usual. Follow us, follow us on Instagram at Necessary Baggage. Um, our website, www.mynecessarybaggage.com. And Terry, do you want to tell people where they where can, they can find, find you? Absolutely. Uh, I am Travelista Terry on all social platforms, and that's travel, like travel, like the word travel, <laughs> Easter, like fashionista, Travelista Terry, T E R I, four letters. Perfect. Awesome. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.